Well, this is it. This is where I start. This is my first episode of my solo podcast titled Scattered. So I'm here, me and uh, my audience of my trash can, um, a ladder because I'm going to be painting my apartment soon, Um, the rolled up piece of carpet that I have in my living room, multiple containers of paint, notebooks, artwork. This is my environment. I don't know why I felt like that was necessary. I was introducing you to irrelevant things. Um, So, hello again to whoever is listening. Welcome to Scattered. Um, This is my monthly podcast where I chop it up about whatever's tugging at me at the present time, you know? You know, whatever's on my mind, whatever's on my heart, whatever is culturally current, if I feel like it's relevant to me and I feel like I want to talk about it, that's what I'm going to talk about. And like I said, again, this is a monthly podcast. I'm not going to be producing as much content. I'm going to do it monthly to um, fit with my life and what I have going on. And it just seems more realistic to me to deliver that amount of content content but whatever so the name scatter scatter comes from my present reality um it's a transparent title for me um it's an accurate description of where and who i am right now um i am a 33 year old african-american female you're listening and not looking so i had to let that be known i am black as he black you hear me (laughs) don't get no blacker than this i'm not chocolate and complexion but in my heart I am I wish I was as black as when you turn the lights off but I'm not (laughs) so yeah like I said I'm 33 and I don't have it all together unlike um the current social culture who presents the perfection I'm going to present the exact opposite and I know that that's very vulnerable Um, but it's what I feel like doing. It's what I feel compelled to do is to tell the truth in all its complexities. And I know that that is going to be a challenge for me because, um, I have quite a few insecurities and things that I am healing through. So that's going to be a challenge, but I am still doing it because I'm no longer allowing fear to keep me bound so I feel the need to press forward and that's what I'm going to do um again scattered is my title and I chose that title because I feel like um I'm broken up into puzzle pieces some of me is whole and if you notice the visual for this podcast it depicts exactly what I'm speaking about um so I said I feel like I'm broken up into puzzle pieces and that's where I am right now um parts of me are whole and parts of me are broken but um in Christ I am being healed and renewed and transformed into a better version of me which is Christ-like and that's not the case always like I said there are broken pieces so sometimes I can be hypocritical sometimes I can be a douchebag Sometimes I can be, for lack of better words, an asshole. 
So, um, yeah, that's that. But this is all progress because if you knew me before and if you knew where I came from, you'd be like, whoa, what's happening here? So we're kind of sort of like on the shelf and in a box and now they've made it off of that shelf and onto the table and they're scattered. But they are coming together and guess who has to put them together? The whole time I thought there was going to be like this group of people or some type of mysterious um, helper that's going to put the things together. And the thing about adulting is you have to put the pieces together yourself. Excuse the background noise. Um, I don't know if my mic is picking that up, but I live in the hood, hood, hood. Yeah. So you're bound to hear all kinds of things. Gunshots, um, random crackheads, prostitutes children after midnight outside playing which is inappropriate but their parents obviously don't think so so we're gonna keep on going uh god bless the community (laughs) so i've given you my title and its definition and you know what it means to me so i'm gonna keep on rolling and excuse the awkwardness this is my first episode so i'm getting used to talking to the air in my apartment alone my neighbors probably think i'm more crazy than what they already perceive me to be what else i hope to bring from this podcast like i said i mentioned before transparency um, as it is a rare commodity commodity in this culture. I also hope to engage in conversations of substance. Um, I want to help other people by sharing my truth. Who knows? We'll see what the good Lord has planned. Um, my main topics uh, will be surrounding adulting. That's something that I want to talk about a lot because <laughs> that's something that is very... Uh, relevant to me that's uh, my daily tasks I didn't sign up for it it just popped up out of nowhere and uh, this is the task that has been afforded to me and anybody else who is in their 30s or whatever age that uh, it kind of just came and smacked you in the face raw like Um, that's DC terminology if this um, podcast makes it further than the DMV area that means raw I mean it's pretty neutral I guess you can figure that out if not use an urban dictionary um so yeah that's pretty much it um yeah I said that uh the podcast will be surrounding the topic of adulting but it also is going to be talking about uh, mental health adulting has a lot of umbrellas that um kind of fall under that And you'll see as we move forward um, what that actually entails for me. There's going to be a lot of randomness. I'm going to talk about whatever. Like I said, it's going to be about what I am experiencing, what I feel, whatever's moving me at the moment. But all of it kind of generally falls under adulting. And then there are a bunch of subcategories under that. But mental health is also extremely important to me. So I'll be talking about that a lot as well. Um... With all of the things that that entails in my personal experience also. And just as a heads up, uh, this is a two for one. This podcast is also a spinoff 
for a docu-series that I have coming out next year in which you really will know all my tea because I'm going to expose myself there and just give you the inside out of what I've been going through, my testimony, um, just sharing. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I help one or two people be inspired, that would be progress for me. And I need to get it out of me. I don't want to die full with all of these things inside of me. So I want to share. I feel compared to share. I feel compared to spill my guts. And not all of my business, of course, but um, a lot of it, most of it. I don't really care at the moment. Nobody's responded yet, so I guess that is a part of it too. But I feel compelled to just tell the truth in all its complexities. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil and stuff on his head. Oh, any weeny bitty head. I was about to curse. I'm trying not to curse, but you might catch a few. Because that's what I do, to be honest. But I can change. I can change for you. Not Jesus, is you. Um, so let's get this thing started. Let's get this thing started right, right, right. That wasn't even like the um, real words. Let's get this party started right, right, right. Erased. Um, before I get started with the show topic, I have two segments that I'm going to introduce every show. Um, like I said, this is going to be a once a month podcast, so that'll be 12 for 2020. And there will be these two repeating segments every episode. And the first one is titled Adulting Woes. And this is where um, you get a time, you get the time to share your irritations about adulting. Um, yeah, you get to share with us what are, what it is about adulting that irritates you or that particular week or day or whatever it, whatever time it is that you choose to, um, share your feedback you get to share what's blowing you about adulting some type of personal experience um and you can do this by way of sending me a voice recording on anchor um you can send me an email my email is in um, my instagram links um you can also send me a dm send me some type of feedback where you share your personal experience and I'll share that on the show by way of reading it or um, editing in your voice recording and I'm gonna um, just give my little feedback or whatever and if I don't have any responses or any feedback from anybody else I'll share my own personal experience so let's get started with my adulting so I went to the dentist recently because you know Ah, as an adult, you have to maintain your body and your teeth and your finances and your mental health and your relationships and blah, 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 all of those things, right? So I went to the dentist, right? And previously, <laughs> in immature news, I was going to the dentist often, getting cavities left and right, because why? 
I didn't monitor what I ate. I ate candy like I was crazy. And you know what happens with that? There are consequences. So I ate the candy. Okay? I ate the cookies out of the cookie jar. I ate everything. Okay? I'm greedy and I struggle with eating. Okay? So, um, like an idiot, instead of getting root canals or um, some type of other procedure than what I did, which is what I just got the teeth pulled. Like, uh, just when you're young and dumb, you also go for how to save money, not for a beneficial way, but to have more money to screw up. Um, you're saving money to shop and go out and drink and eat and just do stuff that isn't beneficial for your future. So, I got all the teeth pulled, right? And so, now I don't have as many teeth as I should have. And so, I went to the dentist just to get my teeth cleaned. But it turned out to be such an experience that I needed to go to therapy afterwards. Like, uh, it made me sad because... In this moment, I had to realize the decisions prior to going to the dentist that day. Like, oh, maybe it wasn't such a good idea that I get all my teeth pulled. For one, I'm going to need them as far as longevity is concerned. And for two, what I'm going to do is walk around with these holes in my mouth. And initially, I said I was going to get the things fixed. I was going to do it. It's it's not that bad, but it is bad. Um, will I ever show you? No, not until there are replacements. However, she had the most expensive prices, and I think this is general. I don't even think it was just her pricing. One replacement tooth costs $5,000. Damn! I need four replacement teeth, and you do the math, okay? That's pretty expensive. I don't even like to buy accessories like belts and, you know, things like that. Whatever is included in accessories. I, I wear my basic earrings and my necklace. Um, I don't wear a watch because I'll just pull out my cell phone. So accessories aren't really my thing, although it's fashionable. I need to learn to accessorize. Anyway, yeah, $5,000 for some teeth. That is my adulting wealth for this episode. And i just like to encourage you all to not get your teeth pulled like I did. Um, do the root canal. Do whatever procedure that um, is affordable, but think about longevity because you will need your teeth. If not, you will be setting your teeth on the dresser earlier than you think, and that's what you don't want to do. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to get this $5,000 per tooth times four situation together because that's just what I got to do. A sister knows how to grind, so God willing, I'll come up with the money, but um. That's my tea. And Lil Duval always talking about some, make sure she got her side too. He's rich, okay? He got the bag. He can replace his teeth if he had to without any hesitation, okay? So, yeah, that's my adulting well for this episode. Um, 
let's move on to the next segment which is titled affirm me please and this is probably my favorite segment because my love language is words of affirmation um call it whatever you want but i like when people affirm me and i think it comes from um childhood trauma um not having enough affirmation or confirmation about my self and the things that I'm good at you know what I'm saying just that extra push that love language that that expression of communication that intentionalism where you notice what someone is doing that is um a good thing a beautiful thing something you recognize that um you share with them like hey I see what you're doing there. I see what you did with that and I like that I want you to keep going and you know what I'm saying just be intentional about what you notice and expressing it to that person because it can encourage them and build them and strengthen them up in ways that you never know like people need to hear good things about themselves you don't know how people were raised and the things that they heard about themselves and the things that they internalize and that's so important for um individuals who have children who are raising children or who work with children let them know like hey you know you're beautiful right or you did a really good job at this um i like it when you do this and i really like this i like your creativity i like where you're going with that you know what i'm saying um just be honest and in a loving way um and honesty sometimes may not feel good you know what i'm saying but try to choose the affirming route where you are edifying this person or this child especially children because they're so sensitive and the reason why we have so many broken adults is because they were broken as children you know what i'm saying so now they had to kind of like morph into these adults and now you got to put the pieces together from your childhood where you are responsible for fixing yourself um and it's not necessarily your fault all the brokenness and the trauma that you experienced as a child you know what i'm saying that was a um, something that happened to you you were a victim at one point but you you can't stay a victim forever so it is your responsibility to heal and to deal with the things that happen to you and to ultimately affirm yourself and uh, for me i know that the word of god affirms me and that's where i get my truth from that's where i try to get my truth from that's where i try to affirm myself because ultimately that is my identity and that's what strengthens me um but i do like to hear things from other people and i'm not gonna lie a lot of people have told me before like oh you love a, a compliment and blah 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 and i do i need it like it makes me feel good and if i'm in a intentional relationship with you that's something that I need you know what I'm saying and I'm sorry I'm not sorry I am not sorry for that um as you get older you learn yourself and you learn what you need and what helps you and what will behoove you to be a better individual and that's something that I've learned about myself and it's kind of a standard for me and I'm not gonna cut everybody off that doesn't affirm or compliment me but I will communicate it I will um, let it be known, and if you don't know, you know now. And if you don't know, now you know. 
And just a quick shout out, I'd like to shout out Glenn and Yvette from the How Married Are You podcast because they are the ones who inspired me to do my Affirm Me Please segment because they have a similar segment, which is pretty much the same thing, which they are, theirs is titled um, Words of Affirmation, which is the same thing. So it's not just me. A lot of people like words of affirmation. So let me get right into it. This episode's Affirm Me Please shout out goes to Danielle Tucker, whose cyber handle is Danny Divine Divinity, something like that. But if you are listening, I just want to thank you for your continuous words of affirmation that you give me. Um, You are like one of my biggest praisers on social media and I appreciate your consistency and your persistence in encouraging me to be who I am and to go after the things that I am going after. Um, Thank you for being kind and gracious and I wish you good things and I'm praying for you to prosper and to just have grace and peace and all good things. Um, Yeah. So, so that's it for today's two segments, um, Adulting Woes and Affirm Me Please. And now we're going to roll right into today's topic, which is titled Nothing to Lose. Um, I titled this episode Nothing to Lose because it's pretty self-explanatory. I have nothing to lose by one doing this podcast, um, I had a lot of inhibitions and just fear um, about doing the podcast. I started another one earlier this year, and that didn't really work out. So I definitely was afraid to go and do it by myself and to just do a podcast in the age of podcasts where everybody has a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's ears seem to be occupied, but I thought to myself, like, yo, what do you have to lose? So I'm doing my podcast once a month. Um, that's enough um, content for me, and I'm a, I feel okay about it. I have peace with it, and um, I'm just gonna jump out there and try. So I have nothing to lose by doing my podcast. Um, what was another reason that uh, I had nothing to lose? Oh, several things. The title "Nothing to Lose" also um, ties into the transparency that I plan on sharing um, as it pertains to my journey. So there are a lot of personal things that I'm going to share, and of course, I had inhibitions about that too, about putting myself out there. But then I thought about it: like, what do I have to lose? So many people are dying, and cancer is on the rise, and so many different things like I could die walking outside of my apartment and I don't want to die full like I said I want to die empty and I'm going to share my journey and be transparent and grow in the process so that later on I can look back and be proud of um getting these things out of me you know what I'm saying I don't quite know the reasons why but I feel compelled to share so that's what I'm going to do. So, um, yeah, these last two years have been pretty difficult. Um, two of the most trying years in my entire life. Not the worst years, but most trying. Um, I've been through worse, actually. I've almost died twice, so I won't be that dramatic and say they're the worst years of my life. Um, I've realized as I think 
I'm just now growing up. Um, I think that's why they've been so difficult for me. I think that I was still out here playing around, avoiding adulthood. And I think that um, life kind of smacked me in the face and was like, hey, you're going to learn today and the day after that and the day after that. And then those days ended up being like the last two years. And boy, have I learned so much. Um, Yeah, so adulthood and adulting has become something that I was just thrown into. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it took me till 30 something to grow up I'm 33 now but within the last two years I've learned about the monotony of adulthood and it's irritating um to say the least it is annoying uh, mundane and trying and lots of opening bills and bills and bills and you gotta be consistent to stay above water and that's annoying to me but um the pressures of it is annoying but in all actuality if you find something that you're passionate about something that you love to do even if it doesn't turn out to be your career if you're just partaking in those things um on a regular for your own enjoyment and joy um then The monotony of being an adult can go smoother. Um, Even if you're chasing your dreams on the low, because that's what I'm trying to do. Still got to keep my 9 to 5 to um, function, to, you know, be an adult and pay bills and stuff like that. And to fund the dreams and ideas that I have or whatever. So, yeah. Nothing to lose, y'all. The first thing that I want to say about this episode, this title, Nothing to Lose. Excuse me, I had to move my mic and I'm not editing this out. Um, I quit my breadwinning job recently because of the monotony of it. I hated it and I bitched and complained about it for an entire two years, I think. Yeah, it just wasn't for me, and it was so many instances where I was about to quit, but I just let fear keep me in a place that literally made me miserable. Um, The people, yeah, while I was contemplating quitting, I would try to run my idea past several people like yeah um I'm thinking about quitting my job and just trying to use other people as like some gusto to get me to quit a situation that was ultimately affecting me like I did that for a long time and like try to bounce my decisions off of everybody else to see what they said you know what I'm saying because I was so afraid to make a decision for myself and nobody was really giving me that go-ahead. Um, you know, the, the cliche cultural thing is to keep all of these jobs. Because I was working two jobs. And that was bringing me a good amount of money. And for somebody who doesn't doesn't have a college degree, that was uh, making me close to $80,000, $100,000 a year. Um, but I was exhausted, for one. And I was unhappy. Um, so, I just debated debated in my head for a long time 
And I also felt like the Lord was telling me that you need structure, you need discipline, you need to dedicate your time to yourself and to me, mostly to him and to myself. Um, because you're not going to stay above water trying to work these two jobs and, you know, do everything all in once. Like, the motto out here is just grind, grind, grind. But internally and it's in terms of structure, balance be suffering like I don't know what and having, like, no discipline and no um, real plan. I didn't have a plan for one, and my mental health was suffering greatly. I didn't have a day. I had, like, one day off, you know what I'm saying, to how do you maintain your home, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep your home afloat and, you know, wash clothes. And I did those things, don't get me wrong, but not as well as I could have, you know what I'm saying? It's job messy in this joint. I'm messy anyway. I'm clean. I'm a habitual clothes washer, for one. And I don't, like dirt like I'm not a dirty person but I am messy if that makes sense so things will be all over the place but they clean because I've washed them maybe more than one time just because I have like this OCD thing when it comes to washing clothes and my clothes smelling really clean like I don't even like to fry food in my apartment because I don't like that french fry you smell like grease smell like that is a complete turn off to me anyway I went off on the tangent what was our point yeah structure and uh just self-health like I was unable to maintain my humanity because I worked too much and even like running things past my family members and my mom you know what I'm saying the the people that are supposed to be your sources of guidance yeah the answers they didn't have them for me so yeah if you're out here doing that don't do that you have to make your own decisions you have to pray you have to be led um internally to make decisions that are best for you because nobody else can really do that for you as well as you would do it for yourself. Um, I needed my time to discover vision, to discover purpose, to like learn how to manage money for one, to steward what I do have versus accumulating all of this money and it's just going as fast as it's coming. Even if I didn't have days off, I found a way to spend that money, trust and believe. And... Things weren't in order. I was out here faking it, and I just, I'm tired of doing that. Like, yeah, I quit my breadwinning job, and I had a part-time job, so I kept the part-time job. Um, of course, I work more hours at my job now, which which was formerly my part-time job. It's my full-time job now. So I work, you know, my standard 40. I may do overtime here and there, but I have a lot of time, and I'm a lot more happy. I have time to be off during the week to go to therapy and to make it to doctor's appointments and to do my art and to make it to church uh, at least twice a week. Like, I feel so much more healthy. I feel a little broke. Because, you know what I'm saying, that was that comfort. But I have hope for the future. And I'm learning things. I'm getting my credit right. You know what I'm saying? Things are much better because I quit that job. So... Yeah, that was one of my uh, nothing to lose moments. I was just like, forget it. I'm miserable anyway. I'm just about to let this joint go. And I did it so abruptly. I normally give like two weeks notice and all of that. I ain't do that, y'all. I'm sorry. Like sometimes you just got to leap. And that's exactly what I did. I woke up one day and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I didn't.
I called them and I was like, yeah, this isn't working for me. And I won't be back. God bless you. So, yeah, that happened. Um, I guess internally my spirit was setting up for the future. Because I just had to walk away from a lot of things this year that weren't serving me. And I wasn't serving them. Um, that job wasn't serving me. And I definitely wasn't serving them. I was half-assing it. Honestly, I wasn't doing the best that I could do as an employee. Um, I would show up and do whatever I wanted to do. Um, Relationship-wise, I wasn't serving that relationship that I was in. It wasn't serving me. And it was it's no love lost. It's plenty of love. Plenty, plenty of love. But it just wasn't a forever thing. And, and life is too short to waste people's time. Um... So, yeah. Plus, I'm having a whole identity issue. Um, it's not really an issue. It's, um, what's the word? There's mad background noise in this episode because the block boys are, they're doing their thing. And I'm going to let them live because I want to live. So, yeah, these are your next episode. I'll have a different setup. Um, that will be away from the window because this is not an ideal setup for a podcast in which you don't want to hear the additional background noise. Anyway, identity issue. Not really an issue. It's a conformation. I'm conforming. Um, I'm evolving. And in that evolution... And I've been here previously, but I like men's now. I do. Um, the cat's out of the bag. It's never really been in the bag. Like, um, some people try to keep it a secret, blah, blah, blah. I don't. I've always been vocal about my attraction to males. However, I fought it because I didn't really understand it. I still don't really And it's not really something that I want to pursue, but I know that I need not be in relationship with women because I be thinking about other things sometimes more often than not. Plus, the major underlining issue is, um, this wasn't even planned for this episode. It really wasn't. This wasn't me. This is not, this is not a paperwork this is always very me in Alabama. Um, yeah, the spiritual aspect of my sexuality. Um, dang, somebody just came in the apartment and they slammed the gate. This is, this is what it is. The Chronicles, about the name change, new name alert. It's like still scattered. Um, scattered in my sexuality. Um, I'm drifting, guys. I'm sorry. It was a nice run. It really was. But I am over females. I am. Um, the woman I'm becoming, it's just not room for two of us. It's not. And yes, there is spiritual depth to that, which will probably be a whole nother episode. If you have any questions, ask me. I'm really vocal. I'm not afraid of your opinions or your feedback. And I can talk about it because I'm a grown woman. Um, next. 
since this wasn't on the docket, um, the next thing and the last thing that I'm going to end with is I have bipolar disorder, bipolar disorder, bipolar 2 disorder to be, what's the word, technical. Um, I was diagnosed last year with bipolar 2 disorder and it explains a lot. It explains my whole life and I wish I would have known sooner, but it is what it is. Um, that was a really difficult thing to digest. It's been an extremely hard, hard, hard thing to accept. Um, but it makes sense at the same time. Like it, all of the symptoms, I was a psych major when I was attending school and I diagnosed myself and I literally t told my professor after class like, hey, I have this. And she actually referred me to a um, psychologist. I went a few sessions, but the thing about bipolar disorder is like, you're here one day, you're not the next. It's a mood disorder. So um, you can wake up the next day and be the joker, like seriously. Um, the need to be stabilized with the medication is a necessity because we have highs, very high highs and extremely low lows. Like Bamas used to love partying with me and hanging out with me because I was unpredictable. Who knows what I would have done. Um, and if I'm in my um, manic hypomania zone, then I'm a ball of fun. I'm, I'm all jokes, I'm, I'm everything, but that depression and that sadness is when everybody was like, wait a minute, you're killing the vibe, you're not the fun girl you were, you know what I'm saying, they want that hypomania, but they don't want that depression and that uh, suicidal thoughts and th that whole aspect of it, nobody really wants to deal with that person, um, so yeah, I um, have to go to therapy on a regular um, maybe not forever, but for a long time to manage not only this disorder, but the traumas that I've experienced in my life. And, um, I also have to see a psychiatrist for my medication. Yes, I do take antipsychotics and I'm not ashamed. I'm sharing this because somebody needs to hear, um, somebody is suffering in silence like I was and in isolation because, my disorder had pushed me to the point that I pushed myself away from each and every person in my life and isolated myself. And I got whooped in isolation. When I tell you depression had me balled up in corners, like just not wanting to deal with humanity, like not wanting to interact. And that is not life. That is not life at all. It's demonic, actually. Like, um, But the grace of God is sufficient for all things um and i'm healed i'm better um healing is a process um i'm on my meds i've stabilized um i've been way more consistent if you've noticed me like doing things that i said i was going to do two years ago i'm actually doing them now um i couldn't get things done off of medication because like I said, the next day I'll wake up and I'll be someone different. So, excuse me. Um, Yeah, it was very hard to be consistent. But I feel so much better. This medication, it, it's a tricky thing too because you wonder what it's doing to your body. It has made me gain a lot of weight. So that's the next thing that I'm going to tackle. 
is the weight loss because your girl is big big right now um antipsychotics do make you gain extreme weight and i've put on some pounds and that makes me sad but hey i've lost it before i'll lose it again i'm not about to drown myself in it but i'm sharing all of my tea i'm letting all the cats out of the bag because i'm just free and this ain't stopping me from nothing. If anything, y'all gonna see me get better. Like, I promise you, I'm going to be great. Um, so I think I've talked enough for this episode. Um, I'm being kind of spontaneous with the ending. Um, I didn't quite know how this would go or end. Um, there were some things that I talked about that I didn't really plan on talking about. But it happened and I'm not erasing it. Um, the next episode, I would give you an introduction to it, but I don't really know what it's going to be. Yeah. So you'll know when I know, and I'm going to end this episode with a prayer because that's something that I said that I would do. Um, call it what you want, but that's what I feel like doing. So let me go ahead and get to it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for, um, putting this dream in me to do a podcast. I thank you for uh, follow through and consistency and I thank you for allowing me to um, have the equipment and all the things necessary that I need to make this dream come to life. Um, it's a small dream but hey, it's being done and that's major progress for me. Um, I pray for everybody that's listening. Um, I pray Lord God for their salvation, I pray for their peace, I pray for their health. Um, I pray good things for them um, and everything that they pursue, Lord God. I pray for a community to form, um, a community of understanding as far as it uh, pertains to, one, you, um, that you may get the glory, two, mental health, um, trauma, and just being a grown-up and all of the things that fall underneath that umbrella. And I just thank you for allowing me to have life today and to breathe and to move and to have my being in you. Um, that's it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs>